It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I get the keys for it to come in and the comic music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Better be close to Melon Bunny. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you wanted to play little me instead. Aquaman's a hero! Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not... You should stick with us. You know why? Because we're going to help you take it up a notch. I have the usual suspects in the building. To my right, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is, in fact, our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? To my left, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hello. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Chung. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes they just don't call me. You know, it makes me sad. It's okay. I got stuff to do on Saturday night anyway. So whatever, whatever, I do what I want. Oh, and just in time on the line, he is our Intrepid Cup reporter. He is next in line for the cowl. He is our friggin' resident Dark Knight detective from the frozen North Dakota. He is Oz. Hey, you guys are on time On time today. We are. We're usually always on time. We try. We, we're, we're more on time today than we are most days. On, on time is kind of like a... It's relative. Right, when it comes to Fantastic Forum. Well, to all games. <laughs> That's true, too. Because we do have to wait for somebody to get off. That's true. That's true, too. So, you know. But, yeah, this is Fantastic Forum. Uh... Yeah, it's good to be here, guys. I'm I'm happy. It's like we got everyone here right now, and it's like 7.05. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm giddy. I got giddy. I was sad because they don't call me, but now, psh, giddy. You know what I'm saying? Jay, Jay gets it. Jay, Jay knows giddy. <laughs> He's giddy right now, right, Jay? Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I don't know. I'm just thinking about Haley Kiyoko. And it made me happy. Me too. Wait, who's Haley Kiyoko? From Big Bang. Here she is awesome. What? 
What's no, that mean? you're thinking of Haley Cuckoo. What? What are, are these real people? Are we are we messing with me? You messing with me? Haley Cuckoo is Penny from Big Bang Theory. Her name is not Cuckoo. Haley Kyoko. Haley Kyoko was in the new gym movie. What what? Which one There's is a movie about a gym? No, gem, gem. And the hologram. Truly outrageous. It like it's actually a good tagline. Because we were outraged by that. We were like, this is some bullshit. What, which one is that? Which, is the one that plays Jem? No. Which one the is one she? That, uh, she's the Asian one. Oh. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, I just feel bad that we have to refer to her as the Asian one. Well, I don't... I mean, except for Jem, I don't know any of their names. No, I Especially mean... Especially in this remake. But what would... Was she, you could have said something else she was from. I didn't feel like it. No, I get it. And you're right. The saying that she's the Asian one is the easiest way to do it. I'm Plus, not... you would get scared if I mentioned the other movie she was in. Oh. Is she like the ring chick? No. Oh. Well, then I'll be okay. What other movies did you mention? Oh, she was in Insidious 3. She was the best friend oh, of never... the girl. You're right. I would be scared. Insidious is like the ring chick, but like for America, right? <laughs> no. No? You're thinking of Unfriended. Like, she's the ring check. Laura no, that, Barnes. That's the movie where they go into your dreams within a dream. <laughs> Inception? <laughs> part three. Right. You're right. You're right. Insidious was so good. The first one. No, I need to watch the first one now. That You've I've never seen, seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, uh, dude. I watched a bootleg in the middle of the afternoon with the sun shining in my window. Bright as fuck. The scariest scene in that movie happened in the daylight in the movie. It was daytime in the movie. And then you just see, you know, the lady's talking to the dude and the camera goes to the dude to catch her, his facial, facial expression. And then it goes back to the original chick and you just see the demon behind her head. But you only see like half of his face like looking from behind her head. Is he red? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, but I don't want to. Sp- yeah, I'll go ahead and spoil it. The red guy is the last jump scare in Insidious 3. Right. In Insidious 1, you just see half his face, and in the middle of the afternoon, 3 o'clock, broad daylight, I jumped from my couch. So if I had seen Insidious 1, I'd have been expecting it. Um, I don't know. Even yeah. though they do a good job of distracting you from their jump right. scares. Yeah. Like, they, they are really good at that. Usually, like, there's musical, musical cues that tip it off in every other movie mm-hmm. and in insidious the first one and the second one like there's like almost no music that i can think of that lets me know what's gonna happen yeah and this one they'll just have something else happening right, right before their jump scare so it's like you're not even thinking of it like it's not even in a place where you would think to find a jump scare right and uh like at one point she's just waving it's like the girl someone's just waving at her and then jump scare right. i was like oh i jumped it was fun i don't find that fun at all that's because you're and even the last one <laughs> which i already spoiled but yeah. they actually distract you thanks joe by there's like a head and the dog is barking at it and so you're thinking like oh something's gonna happen over there and then it doesn't like that sounds like a disappointment. <laughs> nah, it's 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 amazing. That was such a fun movie. 
So can't wait to see the first and second one. Well, I'm gonna spoil the first one for you. Oh, you're not gonna show the scene, are you? Don't do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna show it. No. Well, I'm gonna show Joe. Yeah, show it. No, show, it show us all. What if I hear it? I don't want to no, see no. it. No, no, it's just a, a still picture. No, it sounds terrible. I'm gonna see it. Yeah, movie clips work really well on radio. I don't, I don't like it. I say no. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Right. No yeah. mother will act. And yeah, that's, that's how it comes out. And and you see, it's all daylight, and you just see it, and then you're like, you're you because the camera just stays on that. Right. Because you don't see it right off the bat. And then you're just you're just watching them talk, and then you just realize there's a face behind them. You're like, oh fuck! <laughs> just messed up. I had to stop the movie and bang Emily for a little bit just to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> talk about scared stiff. <laughs> Damn Joe! All right, we got a great show for you today. More more great show already. <laughs> Look, we're going to be talking to you about. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, uh, number one. We're going to talk to you about Transformers, The Combiner Wars. Uh, and we're going to talk about the latest and greatest in comic book news. And whatever else you guys want to talk about. Um, yeah, and we'll tell you how to do that. How to get down with Fantastic Four in just a moment. But first and foremost... We want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538. Three one nine eight. Jeffries will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you have to do is call them up, make sure that you do a $10 minimum purchase, and they will send comic books anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. In fact, if you don't want to do single issues, if you prefer trade paperbacks, say you like graphic novels, guess what? Jeffries has those too. In fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. And as promised, we will tell you how it is you can get with Fantastic Forum. First and foremost, we have our Skype line, Fantastic Forum on Skype. You can go ahead, put in your contacts, hit the green button, and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. And of course, there's always our All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of the show. All right, I'm sorry. We'll take them directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as Jay. Insert witty chat comment here, please. Uh, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Jurassic World is number one for the second week in the role. <laughs> Dinosaurs are popular right now. Marvel should get a piece of that pie and make a devil dinosaur movie. I would love to see that happen. No, you wouldn't. You don't know anything about Double Dinosaur Tiger Claw. You, why would you, you want to see that? He wants to see him team up with Howard the Duck. <laughs> Devil, Devil Dinosaur and Howard the Duck. Even though Devil Dinosaur is kicking ass right now in uh, the friggin' Planet Hulk comic, the friggin' Planet Hulk Secret Wars tie-in, friggin' Devil Dinosaur and Captain America, awesome. Because, like, a barbarian, like, gladiator Captain America, it's pretty awesome. It's so wild because, like, one of those things where it's like Captain America riding on Devil Dinosaur is fantastic. But 
Optimus Prime riding on the back of Grimlock, lame as Torment. I'll say I think Fox is in a really good position to take advantage of this dinosaur thing. With like, if if it were me, because I think uh, the Savage Land should be included in the whole X Men deal, right? You know, there was a time when I would have said yes, but I don't think so at this point. I feel like the Savage Land, like, I don't know that it was necessarily included in Fox's deal when that all went down because they probably did more so a thing about characters that are either mutants or that are, like, direct enemies of mutants you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't well, know I mean, if like the sauron set... is a direct enemy of mutants yeah but they can use sauron and probably do have the rights to that but i don't know that they necessarily get the savage land with sauron why don't they just well, bring know, back barney since there's a dinosaur thing i don't know they might would be would be like an interesting idea for fox and i'm not saying i want to see this movie uh-huh but since they already own Wolverine, like mm-hmm. like a Wolverine in the Savage Land with Sauron, and mm-hmm. maybe like and the Spider-Man. other guy, uh, <laughs> the cave girl, Sheena. Sheena. You know what? To right now would be a perfect time for them to adapt the Savage Wolverine comic. Yeah. And like throw in Sauron for your dinosaur fans. And Spider Man. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't. See, they don't have Spider Man. I know, but still, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that they would. I mean, by the time they finish the movie, it'll be over. <laughs> but <laughs> if they had planned for it, yeah, that would have been kind of interesting. I don't know. Though. I don't know. Like, like I don't. I don't think I would want to see it just because, based on their track record of how bad their movies are, but. It would have been a smart move for them. I mean, are dinosaurs really that hot right now, or is it just I think Jurassic? It's just Jurassic yeah, World. this is Jurassic. Like, it's the Jurassic Park nostalgia. Like, well, what I mean, competition did they have this week? Uh, the Pixar joint, right? No, that didn't come out. It did, but it, they're not in direct competition. Why not? Because one's a family animated comedy, and one is an adventure movie, a live action. Adventure. They're they're both family movies. No, they're not. Jurassic World isn't a family movie. It's like (laughs) PG-13, right? Yeah, that doesn't equate to family movie. So you're saying, like, nobody took their little kids to go see Jurassic World? No. I mean, but (laughs) just because you take a little kid to see it doesn't mean it's a family movie. So just because you take your family to go see it doesn't mean it's a family movie? Right. I I saw people (laughs) take kids to Showgirls. Yeah, Dude, but I was in fucking. I was watching a quarantine, and this Mexican family came in, and they had the little kids there, and they're making fucking noise, and I'm trying to get in the mood to be scared and shit. I found four found footage rabies movie, and they're like, that, and for them that's a family movie, but you wouldn't even watch that. Look, yeah, but that's not a family movie. That's that's on traded R. But they still brought their family to it. Yeah. So just because you bring a family to a movie doesn't mean it's a family movie. So so well, you don't means... feel like the, the people that made Jurassic World were thinking that like, families would come to see our movie? I just love that it's the Mexicans for once making noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, when, when black people go to the movies, they don't want to bring their kids. No, <laughs> they're like, we want to be the ones making the noise, the adults, <laughs> not the children. Leave the children at home unless we can't find the babysitter. It's like, okay, be quiet. Dude, they def- <laughs> it definitely plays a part in how they film their movie, what they do show, what they don't, what sound effects, like everything is a part of it, but you still can't classify it as a family movie. It's more... Like, you don't feel like Jurassic World won't be on ABC Family? All I know is that those Pixar movies beat everything when they come out. Usually. They didn't bring, beat Jurassic Park. Yeah. Or World. No, it was great. I saw it. I thought I, thought, I loved it. It was fun. You didn't, you didn't like it? It's I not enough it was for fun. the parents' brain, though. Say again, uh, Oz. Not enough of the of time with the uh, with the parents' brains because their theirs actually made me laugh. The the parents what? The oh, parents he's talking brain? about Inside Out. Oh, oh, time oh on the parents. No, no, we're talking about we're talking about Jurassic World. No, none of us went to go see Inside Out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that's that's last week. <laughs> Look, we're all adults. You messed around. No, I don't get me wrong. I want to see that movie. I won't lie, but I'm just like I don't even know what it's about. It's, it's it's basically Herman's head, but for kids. No, uh, that, I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> Why not? Because I like Herman's head for adults. <laughs> but they're adults in it too. No, but they're not like. <laughs> is any part of that brain talking about how much they want to fuck their coworker? Of course, it's a no. family movie. <laughs> it's a family movie. I don't think so. It's like, can't wait to leave Sheila. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Just inside out. Like, if anything, Jurassic World, I'm sorry, Jurassic World would have, like, the disadvantage only because one is clearly for children. Tiger Claw in chat says, Moses, hate to break it to you, but Inside Out was no match for dinosaurs. I wasn't, like... No, you definitely had a vested interest, Moses. No, I don't. No, I don't no. care about you Inside knew, Out. You knew you were thinking that Inside Out would dominate the box office because you have all those Pixar shares. I specifically, because <laughs> I went to see uh, Jurassic World with Emily and Liz, uh-huh. and Liz is like, oh, it'll be empty because Inside Out is. I'm like, what the fuck is Inside Out? <laughs> and she's like, it's this Pixar movie. I'm like, oh, nobody's going to watch that. It's like, all my friends are. I'm like, all your friends are fucking assholes. Dang, all her friends are assholes? That's messed up. That's just how I talk to her. That's hilarious. She's like, my friends are assholes. And, uh, yeah, I was right. Nobody went to see it. I mean, I'm sure it did decent. It just didn't beat Jurassic World. Why don't you click on the link so we can see the gap? Click on the link? Okay. See. Oh. Oh, yeah, I was saying. You got chat right there. I do. I'm opening the link. You just ruined it, Joe. Oh, dude, Joe's link is oh, open yeah. quicker. How much did it get beat? Fifteen beefed? million. Fifteen million. Wow, damn! What? Inside Out did a lot fucking better than I thought it would. Why? It's Pixar. Yeah, but just because it's Pixar doesn't mean it's not good. Pixar. How do you know? Actually, I think it is. I think this is probably the best most relevant Pixar movie to come out in a while what like what are you, what are you why are you saying that like they come up with like trash movies <laughs> like why are you saying that like I'm just... dang Entourage is number 11 spy beat Entourage and this past week and Entourage 
Did Spy? Was pretty good. Did Entourage was number six. I don't believe that. <laughs> well, Entourage? No, Spy. Yeah. Spy was good. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's all right. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, nothing about it, like, really resonated with me. And I love spy fiction. And I was like, man, that's messed up. Because I don't know, I don't know what it is. I'm I like, mean, there should be some some part of it that should resonate with me like, at least a little bit. Like it should be because I like funny spy movies. I like serious ones. I like ones with women. I like ones with men. I like I, whatever. Like I'm down. I just want to see good spy fiction. And I was like, no. The trailers kept playing, and I'm like, no parts of me wants to see that. You're just sexist and fattest. How how am I? Uh, I why, why am I sexist? And Fattest is not even a thing, is it? Is there <laughs> you thing? just made it How with your hatred of <laughs> fattest? Melissa McCarthy. I, I didn't say she was fat. I've been <laughs> a victim of fatism all my life. <laughs> what? What the hell is I was talking about? <laughs> We're going to get letters tomorrow. From, from who? From the League of Fat <laughs> Defamation League. The, the Fat Defamation League. <laughs> no, the League of Fat Defina- Defamation F- League. Fiddle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about her being large. I'm talking about the League of Extraordinary Waistlines. <laughs> I'm just saying nothing about the movie made me want to go see it. So, but it was it was good, Oz. You you laughed. Yeah, it was funny. You laughed Statham out loud. Really good. Yeah. I don't know, Oz. I don't think I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna have to wait till uh till it's on demand. Like I'm look I see Dungeon Buster. He says I love serious spy flicks too, but for a funny one, spy is really good. I was really surprised at Dungeon Buster. <laughs> That's in chat? Yeah. You ruined chat when you went to the next window. Apparently. Oh, Tire Claw says Mission Impossible, that's spy stuff, right? <laughs> yes, Mission Impossible counts as spy stuff. I actually stuff. saw the trailer for the new one. Yeah. It looks awesome. It does, right? I yeah. Gotta, I got to catch up. Even though like, I think the Hitman trailer looks a little better, but. Did I, I watched that the, while the, ago. For the Hitman movie? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Hitman looks good, too. Who's Hitman again? Uh, the assassin. No, no. Who's playing Hitman? Oh, it's a new guy, right? Yeah, it's not Billy Zane. No, it was never Billy Zane. It, it was. wasn't the first Hitman. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Timothy Oliphant. Not in the first Hitman <laughs> movie. I don't think so, but maybe. How many Hitman movies have there been? Two, right? Uh, the first one, then this one. Oh, and then the first one, it was Billy Zane. No, I thought there was two before. Outside of this one, but I might be wrong then. No, I don't know. I thought it was Billy Zane as well. But is it actually Timothy Oliphant? I I believe it is. Poor Timothy Oliphant. I think that's him on this one. He's like, I'm not Billy Zane. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't look alike, right? No, No, nothing alike. That's why I'm so shocked. (laughs) Like Timothy Oliphant is the guy from Live Free or Die Hard. I didn't see that. Really? No. Wow. Why? Why not? Nah, I mean, it says right here, the first Hitman starring Timothy Oliphant, Duke Gray Scott, Robert Nepper, 
and Olga Kurulenko. Who was in the second one? In the second one. Billy Zane was hit bad, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It doesn't say it doesn't say anything about uh about Billy Zane in that. Damn. How can we think both He was think, in the other one though? How, do, how can we both think it's Billy Zane? <laughs> like that's weird. Like he doesn't even get a credit on the starring thing. <laughs> uh Rupert Friend is Hitman Agent forty seven in the next one. Yeah, Tiger Claw put that in the chat too. Huh. Uh, Dungeon Buster says, ha ha, Billy Zane, the ghost that walks. <laughs> I love that reference. He, the, Billy yeah, Zane he was is the a phantom. phantom. Yes. Yeah. He was the demon in the Tales from the Crypt movie. Oh, I didn't see that. Of course <laughs> you didn't. But you should because it's great. Thomas Hayden Church is in it. You love him. I do like Thomas Hayden Church. Love is a strong word. Oh, what the hell? Why I is say shit so hard to navigate? What what's hard about it to navigate? Like you literally just navigate through like four apps in like six seconds. <laughs> it's like I don't. That's the opposite of hard. Like I just don't think you know what you want. Like, <laughs> which is okay. It's okay. No, he's giving you recent stuff. Like you, know, you go wherever you want, Joe. Like, and can, you love Bing. You could Bing stuff. You don't even have to use that thing. I don't like Bing. You could totally be like Bing and then say a word and I'll do it. Bing, Billy Zane, Hitman. Okay, you heard me say a word, right? <laughs> it was like, Bing, all of Billy Zane's movies where he's wearing a costume. <laughs> X- Xbox. It was the worst of times. It was the best of times. It's like, wait, what the hell is Joe doing? <laughs> like, Call could... me Ishmael. <laughs> Like, if you wanted yeah, to say so in the beginning, there was nothing. <laughs> it's like if you wanted to say Billy Zane IMDb, you could have done that, but you didn't do that even. This fool was like, oh, jeez. Okay, so there was a Hitman movie with Billy Zane. Okay. That's the first Hitman movie, right? Well, I don't he's, see him. Yeah, he's not in the credits. Oh, so then what the hell's happening then? You guys are dumb. But even Bing is like, no, Billy Zane. He just looked. He said Hitman, and it just went. The link for Hitman <laughs> came up, even though he put Billy Zane. Damn it! It's like Bing is like. Did you mean one else other than Billy Zane? <laughs> Look, there's Billy Zane right that's, there. That's Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, we think Billy Zane and Timothy Oliphant look alike when they shave their heads. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Which that's... is just you guys being racist. I guess so. Baldest. No, no, absolutely. No, not. Billy Zane isn't. He's not someone you could be racist against. He's like you what? guys are baldest. What is Zane? That's <laughs> Finnish. <laughs> so you say that if you're born in Finland, no one could be racist against you. Is that what you're saying? Like, what do they have? Like some kind of immunity, like inbred, or what? Like. I'm immune to your racism, sir. <laughs> I'm finished for your information. Your racism can't harm me. <laughs> that would be awesome. They'd be like, it just bounces off. Damn. I feel bad. Because I really thought Billy Zane was... Damn it. 
<laughs> yeah, that is Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Well, Joe, we know that now. You guys are. When you say it like that, it makes it sound even more racist. No, <laughs> no I'm just looking at him, and he's it looks like exactly like how he does in Live Free or Die Hard, but without hair. But he's got that same quirky look to him. Put Billy, put put Billy Zane versus Timothy Oliphant, and let's see what happens. Maybe maybe other people are having this issue. Too bad you guys don't write checks for Billy Zane, because then you just put a bunch of give him a bunch of checks for other movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, Meanwhile, poor Mister Oliphant's my, like, where? He's collecting coins at the drive-through. <laughs> he's like, where's my buddy? Oh man, that's hilarious. All right. So apparently, there was rumors <laughs> that. Oh, wait, are we doing news? I'm just. I, I'd rather talk about news than hear clicks and dead air. No, no, so I agree with you on that. I'm just going so let me, into something else. Let, let me put news music. Hold oh, on. I don't want to steal your friends. No, that's, that's a whole different thing. They're not twins. Okay. Not now. <laughs> We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Okay, Moses. I'm sorry. So, comic book movie reported that the CW passed on a uh, Supergirl on that. Uh, let's see. They were making a Hawk Girl TV series. Oh yeah. But it turned out to be debunked as fake. As it tends to be the case with a lot of comic book movies, news stories. Why in the world would people believe they're making a Hot Girl series with that chick that they cast for Hot Girl before she even, like, is Hot Girl? Yeah, be f- I don't know, man. Like, people, they just want to believe. They want to believe. Like, it, it's, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know, man. All I know is that I don't care about a hot girl TV show. I don't think anyone does. I do. Did Joe, do you really, or are you just saying that to be like I, Joe? I, I think it could be done well, but I wouldn't even know because I don't read hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hot girl, I mean, not the, as far as I know, hot girl hasn't had her own book in like 50 years. Right. Or something like that. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm sure I can't tell you the last time there was a hot girl book. So, but even so, like, the only the only version of hot girl that really resonates with me is the one from the, cartoon. the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And even then, it's still kind of like, it's not like I'm like, oh, man, we need. It's like, no, I think I like, like what, what I get from. Were great, right? But they weren't the greatest Justice League episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them weren't. Some of them were though. Like which one? Like the one where uh, she, her and Wonder Woman team up after she comes back from being a traitor. I think that one was pretty good. I still don't think it's one of the best. I mean, like it, I have. I, I guess it depends because I guess or what heroes you like there's an episode for you because mine are like the question ones 
are and like the best. I will say, even though I, if someone told me this isn't one of the best episodes, I couldn't argue with it. Right. But the episode where she leads a team against her, like, old, uh, fighting against her old uh, uh, comrades, like, that was actually a good episode to me. I mean, like, I, there's a, it's a redemption, good one. I will say that even if, you know, I mean, and I'm, I'm not knocking you because remembering pieces of that of that episode, I'm like, it was good, but I still would be like, whatever the kick-ass team you got for the, for the friggin' hot girl comic book, I would say, well, let's think about putting those people on Wonder Woman. So you make sure we have a kick-ass Wonder Woman comic book, which would sell more and deserves to be good before Hot Girl. Just yeah, because. I mean, I don't think it works that way exactly. That's how it works, Joe. That's comics. So a hard, a hard, <laughs> and the thing that I would like most about a Hot Girl TV show is that it would be forced to be hot girl. What makes you feel that? I just don't see how it could not be. It's like... Easy. It won't be... You can take Supergirl because she's like just a regular young woman on the outside. And you can make it into like a rom-com series with like occasional fighting. I don't think you could do that with like a hot girl. No, see, Tiger Claw says he would like a hot girl series if it was Sharia, Shayera Hole. Is that Earth Two Hot Girl? I think because because that's what the hot girl series would probably be. I think it was the porn star one, <laughs> Sharia Hole. I don't know who that. Uh, I don't know. Sharia Hole. <laughs> no, hot girl's name is uh, Shayera. Oh, is that what that fool was trying to say? Yeah, <laughs> like it's hot girl's name. Okay, no that that I do know. I didn't know her last name. Was it Hull? I never heard that. I wouldn't take Tiger Claw's word for it. Word. No offense, Tiger. But no, I mean, I I think it would be like just what I know about DC and how they've been operating lately. It's like it would totally be like that Earth Two Hawk girl. Like the one that's basically like Laura Croft, and then she gets like wings. Like not, not yeah, Laura Croft, like yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah, but I mean, once you have the wings, you're kind of hot girl, right? Well, no, I mean the unless like the hot they girl... like leave, like unless she like can spin around and they leave. But I'm saying she's not what you call it. She's not like I don't think it. The, if I'm res- if I remember correctly, like the new fifty two Earth two hot girl isn't like wings that are connected to her back forever. Like they're either mystical and could go away and and like leave and come back, or they're like a backpack or something. Oh, like well, in that case, they're not. A, she's not an alien. She's not. You know. So if they did that, then yeah, that would suck. That would just well not suck exactly, but they could do the Supergirl rom com thing. Yeah. Or the I can't remember the girl the girl's name rom com thing. The girl from iZombie. Is that over yet? Can yeah. we stop talking about it? Didn't it didn't get cancelled, right? I mean, no, it got picked up, but it just finished. Oh, like the season. I mean we only talked about it the one time, right? 
Was the season maybe twice? Was the finale any good? Yeah, the whole series was good. I didn't see the end well, of it. Well, that's one. Yeah, we don't have to get into the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just talk about the end. <laughs> like it'll probably get renewed. You didn't watch the finale? No, I, I'm like three episodes behind. Was it zombie heavy? No, no, no. Wait, don't answer that. Are they trying to solve a crime? Is it one of the policemen's crimes they're trying to solve? Nah. Okay. A- a- every every little thing. Because that, that little crime of the week shit is fucking what turns me off of I well, Zombie. That, that's the thing is every little crime is connected, and it, it once you get to the end, you see how everything is collected connected, and it all comes to one big conclusion. Because I want a huge zombie brawl. Yeah, you're not gonna get that here. Well, then why am I even watching this Dude, shit? You're you, not watching it. Look, for, first of all, you're not watching it. You don't it. know Se- that. Second of all, hey, if, hey, if you hey. had read the comic, you, you would know there's no zombie brawl in the comic. Well, obviously there's not in the comic, but so this isn't is, the comic. So This is completely want? different from the comic. And there is a zombie brawl in the comic. When's the zombie brawl in the comic? Like in the teen issues. Like they actually put a lid on, the, literally, on a zombie apocalypse. It's amazing. Uh-huh. You're right. That does happen. Yeah. But it's not a big zombie brawl. It's more like it, well, it is, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's, a, it's like at the brink of full-out zombie apocalypse, and yeah. they stop it right in the nick of time. That's but true. But they still have to fight a bunch of zombies. They do have to fight zombies. You are correct. Like everybody, like the whole town realizes that there's monsters everywhere. Right. All right. And so what I am saying is I, I've been watching some episodes of the show. That's true. He watches it when I watch it. No, that's not. No, That's I it. don't. You watch it Like, when I, I saw it. the one episode where she thought the cop was... So you don't watch it when I watch it? No, nah, I don't even think I'm here when you watch it. You're here. And when I am here when you watch it, I try to ignore it. No, you watch it. By reading comics. <laughs> I only watch it when I'm not here. <laughs> why, why would you not watch it? If you watch it so much, why would I be watching it? You'd be like, oh, not watching that. But when I go home, I'll watch it. <laughs> like, why not watch it here with me? Because you watch it, you don't... I only watch it live. Like, I, I don't... It's not worth my time to, like, watch He's a DVR virgin, version of it. Like, if you it's mean on... The ta- the one that's less time? Right. Oh, okay. If it's on, <laughs> then I watch it, and I'm disappointed a little bit, but... <laughs> but I do like whenever they're, like, zombie-centric. Like, oh, yeah. when they were showing the tape of the initial zombie outbreak, like, that's what I wanted more of. Like, the crime of the week shit, some of them are dumb. A lot of them are, but I watched them anyway. Most of those but some of them were the okay. Shows are dumb. Like, it's a dumb trope. It, de- it depends. Like, some do it okay. It can't be dumb. It's like there's so many all shows that do it. that in this, they all add up to something, and then once they solve it, they still do something else in it. That has it's kind of tragic, then it's hopeful, and then it immediately turns tragic again. Oh wow! In I the need span to go five minutes. I need to go watch those joints. Yeah, that, <laughs> that last like before the credits, like epilogue thing that they do the last like five minutes is super tense. Oh, that guy doesn't crazy. die, does he? Who, yeah, the hey, come on, no, yeah. hey man, hey, I can't spoil hey, it. 
Hey, hey, hey! You're hey. the one that doesn't want spoilers. I don't want spoilers. I want spoilers. Well, you don't. I need to know. You if can't I, I have need, them. I need to know if I need to invest my time. You no, need no, to plug no. your ears. You need to just invest and your Mo time. Mocha, tell me if that guy dies. You just invest your time. You need to watch on DVR so it's not wasting all your time. You savage, unholy bills above I it. I found a new way to do spoilers without okay. spoiling. Yeah, Mo answered me, and you couldn't see. Good. Because your corneas are all shitty. I wasn't looking at you. That's why I couldn't see you, savage. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. Unholy feels the public. Make it seem like my eyes don't work at all, goddamn. <laughs> like, my eyes work a little bit. Unholy feels the public. Bunch of savages. But, so, yeah. So, no hot girl TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I do wish they had a crossover with the comic book, though. <laughs> the TV show well, with the comic? Me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because they could, uh, I mean, they kind of veered off, oh, but yeah. they could still bring it back around. I don't see how. You didn't read the book? I'll, shut up. I did read some of it. <laughs> oh, not, you watched some of the shows? Not the part that allows it to. <laughs> no, I, I read the good parts. I uh, See, the only good part that I missed was the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And everything after him. So that's all the explanation for like yeah, that's the universe. Six. And then how all, all the monsters exist. Yeah, like I read that part, or at least half of that. Like the souls and why there are were terriers. Yeah. Which there aren't any in the TV show because it sucks. They mention them. Hey, well, hey, in hey, passing. Hey, hey, who cares? That they mention them? Yeah. That's what you want, right? You want mention. I want to see it. I want to see a man turn into a terrier. No, okay. Wait for season two. Or don't. Because you know. You know how you do. Not waiting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm surprised I said that Joe I... doesn't like it. It does seem like something Joe would like. Like, it's totally up his alley. Joe's just a hater sometimes. You know what? I agree. Yeah, just I sometimes. think I actually might like the show, but I'm trying not to like it because it's different from the comic. <laughs> <laughs> like, that probably is the case in this but series. The thing is, it's not like, and this will kind of lead into the next story, but it's not like they changed what they established. They just told a different story with the same similar themes, uh, similar circumstances, and... Uh, based around similar principles, which I can't be too mad at because they centered it far away so that it doesn't affect anything. They potentially could coexist, you know? Mm-hmm. And because even, like, the way that the zombies are being still tie into the whole oversoul, undersoul thing. That That's kind of true, from what I've seen, at least. If kinda. even the ghost girl had been in it, then I would be more inclined to like, yeah, give it some more leeway. Cause but the less there is of it, and the more typical teen shit, like it looks exactly what I expect a CW show to look like, right? And that's not what a zombie is to me, right? Like a zombie would be more on the sci-fi, yeah, channel. right. I like, mean, if, when they did shit right. Well, yeah, being human and I zombie are along. Yeah, I've heard great things about being human. Oh, being human is awesome. Even the way it ended. It like. They kind of did like 
parallel universe. Like, I think the whole last season was a parallel universe because they she went back in time as a ghost. Like, ghost time travel. That's crazy. Yeah. Just for the record, it looks like Hot Girl, the last time she had a series that was ongoing was probably like 2008. 2000, yeah, 2008. Right, I remember. And that was when they uh, they had a Hawkman series, and then DC did the, the jump thing after um, 52, with the one year later. Mm-hmm. And they changed the title from Hawkman to Hawk Girl. So, you know. So what's the next story, Moses? Uh, Stan Lee uses the N-word. Wait, no, no, he doesn't. Okay. He doesn't? <laughs> no. I thought that was the whole thing. Like, No. Okay, I guess I'll just read the article to you. <laughs> No, he doesn't. See here, it says, when it was revealed that Marvel and Sony were teaming up to find new sp- a new Spider-Man, there was a lot of speculation about Miles Morales possibly taking over the mantle, or a non-white actor being chosen as the new Peter Parker. We've since learned that neither of those things are happening. And talking to Newsarama recently, Spider-Man co-creator Stan Lee revealed why that's a decision he agrees with. I wouldn't mind if Peter Parker had originally been black or Latino, an Indian, or anything else, that he's that he stay that way. Lee said about possible race change, but we originally made him white. I don't see any reason to change that. That's a sentiment w- which has been echoed by fans of all races, but there's still a pretty vocal minority who argue otherwise. As for some recent controversy about Marvel once telling Sony that Spider-Man should not be portrayed as being homosexual, unless that happens in the comics, the comic book creator added, I think the world has a place for gay superheroes, certainly. But again, I don't see any reason to change the sexual proclivities of a character once they've already been established. I have no problem with creating new homosexual superheroes. The conversation then returned to the possibility of changing Peter Parker's race and Lee once again echoed the thoughts of many fans when he stated the following. It has nothing to do with being anti-gay, anti-black, anti-Latino, or anything like that. Latino characters should stay Latino. Black Panther should certainly not be Swiss. I just see no reason to change that which has already been established when it's so easy to add new characters. I say create new characters the way you want to. True believer. And then he said, Excelsior, my niggas. Like, <laughs> oh God. Left. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> didn't happen. Damn it. Derek H. says, Stanley is racist. No, he's not. It's like, I'm like, this, this. I think fr- the next time I see him, I'm going to ask him to say that. Don't you. And record it. Look, Stanley is an old white man. He will say it. <laughs> Stan, Stan Lee is like, I don't have nothing to lose. He'll just say whatever he wants. Oh, that'll be our next drop. No. Yeah. No. This We're... is Stan Lee, and you're listening to Fantastic Forum. Excelsior, my niggas. I, w- I would <laughs> never play that on this show. We got to get a to do it. No. No. No white people saying the Edward. Please. I used to know a black guy named Stan Lee. 
That's hilarious. His name was Stanley. Yeah, <laughs> Stanley. I used to call him Stanley. Stanley Jenkins. No, <laughs> like, but the fact that um, Stanley and I have the same opinion on this makes me feel even more concrete in my resolve. I always thought you were an old Jew. I am. I am. A lot of people don't know that about me. You're like a fat Is Stanley black Woody a Jew? Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah, his his last name is actually like Leibowitz or something like Lieber. that. Yeah, I thought that was Swiss. You, Joe, Leibowitz. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I um, thought it was Swiss. But yeah, man, it's like not only are there black characters that already exist that get no shine, but like Black Goliath, right? Or friggin' friggin' uh blue marvel like that's a great character like people that like, we should use that guy but we don't and I mean, he was good in the cartoon was blue marvel in the cartoon no oh never mind oh i'm thinking of the mexican oh, the... blue beetle oh like dc uh i thought you were thinking about whatchamacallit the was it icon Oh, Icon was good, too. Yeah, yeah, Icon was good. I mean, he wasn't good in the cartoon. He was cool in the cartoon, wasn't he? He barely did anything. He, like, shows up just to prove that he exists as a person. Right. And then he drops his little niece off, I guess. Right. And she does more than he does, which is barely anything. It was the young people's show. She only shows up in that episode. Right. But, you know. They're characters that we could use if we really want diversity, but people don't want to use those characters. Instead, they want to friggin' take the characters we already have and make them different races, which I don't get. Yeah, let's just make a whole bunch of gay characters. It's interesting that he said that, too, because it was like, you I'm know. thinking of a team of transgenders. I'll call them X-Men. <laughs> Because they used to be men. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. That's they what. cut off their cocks. Yeah. They put them in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> why? Why? Well, I mean, why the Phantom Zone? could be a woman that turns into a man, too, though. Yeah, but that's not as funny. That wouldn't be an X-Man, though. That'd be an X-Woman. That'd right. That's why you have to change the name of your team. No. No. The female X-Men are X-Men. Right? Oh, it's like, well, I'm an X-Man. That's what Brand says. So who says? Brand. Agent brand? Yeah. Oh, okay. They got into a conversation. Yeah, but that's Her and like, Jubilee. That's been the case, period, like from before then. That's like mm. her and Vampire Jubilee, right? Yeah, they were having a conversation about why people call her sir. And she was like, why do you ladies call yourselves X-Men? Right. But it's interesting that Stanley would say that about... Love that cover. <laughs> about the the... Like making characters gay as well because like they did that with Iceman, and you know they yeah, made... but he doesn't know that. Yeah, but he, but the thing is, just by virtue of that new X Men team uh-huh. being now, in, you know, yeah. that's it's still it's they created that anew, pretty much, because that never happened originally. It's interesting because there's there was two Icemen. In the same timeline, one's young, one's older, and supposedly they're the same person. Right. 
but one's straight and one's gay. I mean, we only know they're the same person, people, because they say they are. Right. But that's not necessarily the truth. Like, I mean, it's not like Hank McCoy doesn't make any mistakes. Like, he could have accidentally popped over one, like, reality. He might have been in the 616.2. You know, the, right. the only thing, though, is... It's like if old Spock and new Spock are gay. <laughs> or one of them is gay. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? I get it, but here's the thing, though. It's like old Spock and new Spock are clearly from two different realities. Like, you know, they're like divergent or whatever. Right. But Well, by them being in the future, that X-Men is a divergent X-Men because those adventures from the past are still there. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, I would agree with you, but there was a point. Okay, you'd agree with me. Cool. But there All was right, a point where, where young so, Cyclops, young Cyclops got like his heart stopped. And then old Cyclops disappeared. And so, like, that happened in the book. So it's kind of like, that kind of sets it like, okay, well, these are the younger the younger versions of these characters. You know what I mean? Now, if that scene didn't exist, then it would just be like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Like, you know, we, we can speculate. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. All I know is that it's like the Vulcan thing. Uh-huh. Like that, they they reach into something that happened in the past. Right. And they built from that. So time just went on for Vulcan. Uh-huh. You know? And then in the present time, he shows up again. Right? Right. So it's always been the case that there was that extra character lost <laughs> mm -hmm. and now it's he's found it was never the case it was never established that that team went to the future and came back right and continued their adventures from that point on right right that's true so Whoa. that's what makes it a separate timeline a separate thing for me well least. the whole point of it is that they they actually get sent back did they get sent back already? No. But it's supposed to happen. When? And then they get mind wiped. So they forget no. everything. I mean, they say, but I don't know if that's what's going to actually happen. Yeah, because I think Secret Wars ruined everything. Yeah, I mean, Secret Wars is the end of everything, yes. So it ended before they got sent back. So what are some of the new titles from Ten. Secret Wars coming out of that? Brit what and what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing anything. He's messing with his turntable again. Lord. Dude, it has to be you. It's not me. No, I'm not saying the Xbox is hooked up to a lot recording. of recording. Hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying I didn't do anything. I didn't say I'm coming from this way. But this is the biggest. Uh, this month only. Savages. Your 2015 is. Where is it? I blame Joe still. Okay. <laughs> So, um, what are what are the new titles coming out of Secret Wars? Yeah. We only know a few of them. All right. Um, Anything I'm interested in? Uh, I don't know. Well, There's one a, you do. You know the one I'm interested in, but are there any others? Which, which one is the one that you're interested in? A-Force. I oh. love Avengers. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, there's an all new, all different Avengers book coming out. Fuck that book. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> like, actually, that one I'm on the fence about. Like, it has characters I really like and would like to follow. Mm-hmm. But it has characters that I don't necessarily. It also has characters I don't necessarily want to follow. I mean, it has Iron Man. You don't like, want to follow Iron Man? Right. You don't even know what Iron Man it is, though. It might not be Tony Stark in that suit. Oh, is it? What's her name? I don't know. It doesn't look like a regular Tony Stark suit, so it might not be him. Oh, it could. Let me know which one he is, son. <laughs> why, why don't you go find out? How about that? Why well, I got to do all the footwork for you? I mean, you're going to read it anyway. Yeah. So just tell me who he is. Nah. And I'll figure out if I want to read it from there. I'll be like, man, Joe, you probably should really read this. <laughs> That's what I'll do. And then what about, um, like, friggin' Miss Marvel will be there, Miles Morales will be there, Nova will be there. You know? Yeah, those are the ones I want to follow. Okay, so why not just read the book? Because I don't want to follow Iron Man. I thought we just said this. <laughs> I don't understand why if Iron Man is just, I mean, he's a part of the book. But if there's like three or four other people that you want to follow, why wouldn't you just pay more attention to those parts? It's not like it's not like Game of Thrones where each character has their own chapter and I could just <laughs> skip over Iron Man. It might be like that. I don't know what it's like. All I know is that Iron Man's not gonna be the whole book. And I, what I do know is you want to read A Force, and A Force has like right now at least like 50 chicks in it. Like, I'm sure 25 of them, you don't even know their names. But you'll read that wait, book. Wait, 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 wait. That's bullshit. I know... I know... There's maybe three that I don't know their names. So but I, I know everyone in the... So if I showed you the cover of A-Force number one... I can name almost every character. Ooh. What do you think, Well, Can Joe do that? Name every character in A-Force? Except for like three? Go ahead, list them off right now. <laughs> Do it from memory. Do it. No, pull it, pull it up, pull it up on the on the screen, Jay. Like the cover A Force. I'm gonna put it. I in. would say do it from memory. <laughs> I don't think he can name fifty chicks in the Marvel universe. Just that period. Aren't in A Force. Fifty chicks in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Let's go with Angel. Oh, oh you would go with Angel. First. Let's go Marrow. Two. Let's go Jubilee. Three. Armor. Four. Danger. Five. Edie. Six. Who's Edie? The black chick that started oh, schism. Gotcha. Um, Kitty Pride. Seven. Scarlet Witch. Eight. Uh, Rachel. Nine. Rachel who? Summers. Yes. Gray. Um, new strife. No. New, new strife. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, new strife. Why not? Why? Why new strife? Because she's a woman. Ah, uh, okay, fine. I mean, what? Yeah, what? You don't think she's a woman? Okay. We didn't like. If you want to give caveats, no, no. I, I mean, do you want? I know her actual name. I want. What's her like, actual name? I'm good. Hope. Is Hope supposed to be the new, that female strife? Yeah. 
That's why she was like, you yeah. need to stop wearing the post-apocalyptic cape. It's dumb. So, and that counts as... And she's like, does no. Does New Strife and Hope count as two people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So that's 10 right there. You got 40 to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Danny Moonstar. 11. Tigra. 12. Um, Emma Frost. Thirteen. Finesse. Fourteen. Aniko. Fifteen. Not not that's not the name. What? Which who I don't know who like that's not probably not the right name. Who who are you talking about? From Runaways. Right? From Runaways, the magician. Her her full name's not Aniko, is it? I didn't say Aniko. I he said Nico. Oh, he went, uh, Nico. Oh, uh, Nico. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Aniko. I'm like, that's not her name. No. You need, you need to make your commas more <laughs> more pronounced. No, no. Uh, Nico. Pixie. No. Mm-hmm. Siren. Okay. Polaris. What are we at right now? Eighteen. Like Eighteen. Okay. Fuck, 18? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, like you Medusa, uh-huh. She-Hulk. 18, uh-huh. Now he's going to the A-Force cover. Right. right. <laughs> now he's going to the A-Force Miss cover. Miss America. Uh-huh. 21. Um, what's your name? Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Skip it, go to another one, if you know that many. <laughs> Molly. Okay. 23. Uh, Agent Brand. It's tough. They're there, though, but it's tough. Right, Marvel, Marvel. Let's see. Uh, Miss Marvel. 25. Kate Bishop. 26. Um... I'm not going to count her because she started out as a man. Okay, go next. <laughs> what are you talking, Loki? No. Um, from the Runaways, the show. Oh, gotcha. Go to the next one. Sif. Mm-hmm. Enchantress. 28. Black Widow. 29. Storm. 30. Spider Woman. 31. Spider Woman. 32. Spider Girl. 33. <laughs> Spider Girl. Because <laughs> there are two. Yeah, there's, no. There's Spider yeah. Girl, yeah. Mayday, and yeah, there's no, Aranya. No, we know who you're talking about. Nomad, Firestar, Feral. Um, you got 13 to go. <laughs> Domino. 38. Uh, Spiral. 39. Um, let's see. Did I say Psylocke? Mm-mm. Psylocke. <laughs> uh, let's see. Marvel, Marvel. Who's got the Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> He's struggling, uh, though. I didn't, like... The Black Queen. Oh, okay. I mean, she counts. You know her name? Madeline Pryor? No. Well, the Madeline Pryor. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, let's not count the black queen. I can't think of her name, but she 21. was a, the star of Necrotia. She was. Um, <laughs> Electra. Derek is like, are they naming characters that will never get be in a Marvel movie? <laughs> Electra Stiltman. Ah, oh, female Stiltman. Look at this guy. Hey, <laughs> that might give that might count as two. <laughs> like that's like some knowledge. Uh, Thor girl. Now, okay, yeah. No, I mean the actual kid, Thor girl. Yeah, no, I know what right. you mean. Um, not not Thor. And what's her name? Uh, de- uh debris. Okay, you got forty-five. Who? Debris. Oh, Five I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, silhouette. Wow, Marita. If we dug deep in the new Warriors pool, <laughs> it's like let's dig deep. Silhouette, Nate Marita. <laughs> All right, three to go. Um, although Nate Marita should count twice because there were two of her. No, I wouldn't count that once. But you're right, because well, you're not technically you're not right because one's Nate Marita, and one's Nate Mora. Yeah, and one's Nate Mora. No, I'm talking about. From Namorita in space, she was different. I don't know who that is. She was hanging out with Nova. All right, like before she died. Whatever. (laughs) It was after she died. She came back and was hanging out with Nova again. Forget it. Gamera. Mm Hmm. Um. Two more. Two more. (laughs) Uh, some of them I can't remember their names. Let's see. Dust. Um, Dust. Let me see. Let me see. One more. (laughs) What Um, if he got stuck right here? (laughs) How awesome would that be? He's been getting stuck throughout. Magic. Yeah. Magic account. (laughs) Nice. All right, Jay. Wow. I'm impressed. I wasn't sure you could do that, Joy. It's not because you don't know comics. It's just, you know. On the, I, on the spot. Right. And and, and how, how little you think of women. <laughs> I think the world of women. <laughs> only, only certain ones. Like, I'm surprised he struggled so much. Because just in Spider-Man, you can get like 20. That's true. Um, well, I mean, it's being on the spot. Right. It's like if I... Taking the time to break down each team and all the women I can remember from right, each team. Right, like he team. didn't even do like Phoenix. Right, dude. You know, let me let me talk about some notable people. Lalandra. Right, right. <laughs> Lalandra. Like, let me talk about some notable people that I thought Joe would have mentioned that he just didn't didn't mention. Uh, you mentioned Phoenix. Right. Yeah. No Jean Grey. Look, no no Firestar. No, I said Firestar. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. either. He still got the 50. No, I did because uh, she was in my mind because when I was going to the... (laughs) New Warriors. No, it was after that. When I said Nomad, I was thinking... Like, it was right around there because they were both in Young Allies. Oh, I don't remember hearing it. Uh, No Wasp. I actually probably said 51. (laughs) Okay, but maybe. No Scarlet Witch. No Scarlet Witch? No, I did say Scarlet Witch. Nah. So like fifty two, like, like you could have gone to a hundred, I think. <laughs> like no, no rogue. No, yeah. And and the biggest one of all, which Heck pointed out, Heck was like, 
how in the world do you start talking, naming off Marvel chicks and not say Squirrel Girl? Especially Joe. Like, Joe uh, loves Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I was I thinking, do. I would have thought Squirrel Girl would have been right up there at the top. Dungeon Buster gives uh, grats to Jay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, he says epic list naming is epic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a good producer. Yeah. No, and Hex says, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that was good. I was like, uh, if somebody was like, name off 50 DC chicks, I don't know if I could do that. Maybe I could, but I don't know. I, That's w- a little easier. My initial plan had we thought of this out. Ahead, like done pre-production not on the spot geniusness <laughs> um i would have said go to the commercial while we're <laughs> while he's listing off and when he comes back i just say okay four <laughs> <laughs> but i mean dc you have three robins or three batgirls right. i mean like there are four batgirls yeah, but I don't know if I know all those Batgirls. I know all those Batgirls. Stephanie, Cassandra Kane, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara Gordon. Oh, so that's three. There's Batwoman. Batwoman. Oh. And then there's like three Huntresses. Just just naming same characters from different Earths <laughs> alone. Like, Which true. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. I would. Cause, I well, mean, two, of the, two of those three Huntresses are different people. Right? I think all of them are different. Are they all different people? I think so. Because one is the, the Wayne daughter, and then one's the original Huntress, which, what's, what's her name? I can't remember. Helena, uh, something. Sans, no, not well, Sandsmark. It's something Italian. Bertinelli. Bertinelli, yeah. But that's, we're going back to ori- what does original mean? Right, you know, right. In Golden Age or Silver right. Age? Right, right. Yeah. Hex says, DC loves women. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> I feel like Marvel loves them more. But DC has them, you know. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. DC's ready to cut them up and put them in the fridges. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, DC's women make more of an impression. Nah. Than uh, and I wouldn't say in all cases, but definitely like when it comes to female villains, it's a lot easier to like list off a list of female. A DC villains and female Marvel villains. I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of like two. But who who are the? I'm sure that there's some that I'm just totally not coming to mind. What what are like? Who are some infamous DC female villains? Uh, Poison Ivy, Harley oh, Quinn, yeah. Catwoman, yeah. yeah, Killer Frost. You're right. Um, Livewire. Yeah. No. Mercy. Star Sapphire. Yeah. Look, I don't. I was like, who are female DC villains? In my head, I was like, there's Cheetah. <laughs> and then I, I don't know why I went to Cheetah first. And then I was like, and then there's. I, and then I, after that, I went to friggin' Home Chick. What's um, the, the Phantom Zone female chick? Yeah. The Cotonia chick. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, yeah, I can't remember. From the her movie. Name. But you know, you have Cersei, you have. Oh man, I was just thinking of someone. The 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 chick from the demon. Oh, Morgan Le Fay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I loved her episode in Justice League. Volcana. Oh, nobody, nobody likes Volcana. She was great in the cartoon. I the, mean, it was a little bit part, but Volcana has zero fans. Vol- <laughs> Volcana's Twitter, no followers. <laughs> <laughs> no followers. 
She's like, this is that bull. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I, although I think part of the reason is Marvel blurs the lines between good and bad guys. That's true. Uh, more than DC does. I think you're right there. Yeah, but I, I also feel I don't I mean. And again, this is just. Wait, did I name Mystique no. on that list? Because I would have thought I'd go to her. Yeah. yeah. No, you didn't name Dude, her. Dude, and also to mention because I just took like a, a real quick, quick count. There's only like maybe 25 chicks on that A Force cover. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the name of the girl from Infinity Watch. Oh, that's a uh, Moon Dragon. But Wildcat is there. Um, yeah, Wildcat is there. Let's see. Scarlet Witch is there. Jubilee, 80s Jubilee, She-Hulk, Medusa, Wildcat. N- 90s Jubilee. 90s Jubilee. <laughs> um, who else is there? There's some real random people on yeah, that Sparkly too. Girl is a new character, and I don't know her name. Uh, damn it. I feel um, they, they said it. I heard it in an interview. It was like She-Hulk. Karma or something. Like, no, it's not Karma because that's She-Hulk, the New Mutant. Uh, Nico. And the girl. Why am I having so much trouble with the girl in the sky with diamonds? Oh, there you go. Yeah. LSD. LSD. Huh? Lucy? Yeah. Lucy in the yeah, sky Lucy with diamonds. Yeah, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Yeah. I couldn't remember the Lucy part. Yeah. But Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, the Beatles song. Yeah. No, I knew the Beatles. I didn't know it was LSD. Yeah. That's what it's about. Oh, that's awesome. That's what people think it's about. I mean, what? You were there? And you were like, no, Moses. Well, it's about the sci-fi tell novel. The, um, <laughs> really? From the, there's 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh-huh. And then 2010. And then 3001 Space Odyssey. You know, I could imagine Mo hanging out with John Lennon. Like, not that they, w- they would agree on everything, but I could <laughs> see them, like, just kind of palling around. You don't like, have like to. Like, checking out a movie. You don't have to agree on everything to be friends. <laughs> Lord, knows, Lord knows all of us here don't agree on everything. I know. That's why I hate you fuckers. <laughs> um, but that's just from memory. Oh, is uh, Kitty Pride on the cover? You know what? I don't think she is. You know who else? Is I don't who? think Polaris is on the cover. No. You know who is on this cover that you didn't? Well, there are a few people you didn't mention, but uh, Spider Gwen, really far in the back. You did mention Moon Dragon, uh, Snowbird, which you probably would not have said. She's from Alpha Flight, right? But she's on that cover. Uh, yeah, and, I couldn't do it from memory. Yeah. Also, to uh, uh, Aurora. Aurora's on that cover. Also from Alpha Flight. Right. And uh, Captain... Why am I so familiar with Alpha Flight? I mean, Canadian X-Men, kind of. Cana- well, technically, the Canadian Avengers, but... I don't know. It's weird. But the it's X-Men like, would mess with them. They become popular for, like, short periods of time every <laughs> so often. I don't know about popular. Maybe they... they Try to make another. Well, they resurge. Yeah, they resurge. Yeah, they that's resurge. the way. That's the way to say it. Resurge. Because <laughs> I'm like, like uh, every few years. Yeah. Resurge. I'm like, I don't There's know. There's an Alpha Flight book. Right. Or an Alpha Flight event. Right. Like, you right. kind of forget about it halfway through, and then it's gone. Yeah. Ironically enough, uh, two Captain Marvels too on that cover. Because yeah, Nomad's not there. No. <laughs> Why? Why? But no bad's not there. That's hilarious. But oh, and rescue, 
Rescue? Yeah, I don't think I know her. Rescue is the, the lady Iron Man. Yeah, I went like to call her Iron Maiden. Pepper, <laughs> Pepper Potts when she was an Iron Maiden. No, no, that was her thex. No, I yeah exactly. No, when when Tony Stark made Pepper Potts a suit, or her own Iron Man suit, she went by the moniker Rescue. And Spiral's not on that cover. No. Even though she's not a hundred percent a bad guy right now, uh, yes, I don't know. Like the the last time we saw her, she was in. She X-Force. was running away from Psylocke because Psylocke is a homicidal. Yeah, but you know, so and so, right? But and she was protecting that girl. She was, but then heroes c- protect, villains destroy. Right, but. But then the tables kind of turned, and they talked Psylocke off the ledge, and then Spiral kind of got a little homicidal. I uh, must have not got, gotten that far. Yeah, it's okay. Is that after she had the bear? <laughs> I Maybe? I don't know. Because you remember that bear was yeah. hunting... Yeah, the bear spirit thing. Yeah, yeah and I then remember. she became friends with it? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was a weird story. That was a great book. It was a good book. I hope that comes back after Secret Wars. X-Force? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel I feel like all it's the, over. I like mean, X-Force has run its course. You know, I mean, you need to read the last one. The last one was like it was it there was a, a fair amount of hope in it. Well, I like hope. I know you do. And her dumb post-apocalyptic cape. So, we should do it. I want someone to. I mean, I want to commission someone to draw her as a lantern. Hope as a as a lantern. Yeah, like the hope lanterns. You know what color they are. I get it. Indigo, right? No, blue. Oh, you're right. It is blue. Indigo is compassion, right? Uh. See, is no, why we need Oz. Is yeah, compassion. Yeah. Because. The star sapphires are low. Yeah. So uh, this past weekend, uh, Kelly. Oh, Hex says Giganta. That's which I forgot her. Yeah, villain, DC villain, right? Yeah. So this past weekend, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick announced during the during a Heroes Con panel that she will be no longer doing the Captain Marvel series after the current Secret Wars run. Captain Marvel and the Carol Court. (laughs) She was great on that. Did you read Captain Marvel? Whenever I got the chance. No, okay, cool. I mean... No, she was. I agree agree with you. You, like, you had, like, you wouldn't leave them here, so I had to, like, go out on my own to read them, but... (laughs) I, I didn't know you had interest. That fucking Spider-Man team-up was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, I told you I was interested ever since the beginning. Okay. Then I was just ignoring you. Uh, She's a little... She's a... What you call a girl in a superhero position? No. Like, even that... No, no, you're you're talking talking about Miss Marvel. Oh, right. Captain Marvel. I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Oh. Those are different people. Yeah. I was interested in her, too, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, remember I told you? No. Well, you should. 
Uh, like I didn't like the art, but I was willing to read it. Okay. Okay, cool. So, um, so we don't know who's gonna take over after Secret Wars. It might not come back after Secret Wars. It very well may not. But at the same time, the chances of that are slim, only because they have a movie on the horizon. No, I think it's gone. <laughs> Jay's super sleuthing over there. He's like, nah, man, it's dead in the water. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, this story does mention, which is out of Newsarama, by the way, mentions that uh, Kelly Thompson has been co-writing Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps, which is the secret war sign. Uh, but they haven't... Wait, there's a Carol Corps? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that. The Secret Wars. I haven't read it yet. I have it though. But no, I've been. I've actually been enjoying. The, Wait, how did you not read the Carol Corps and you have it? I haven't read it. I haven't gotten like, to read it. Yet. You were one of the hugest Nova Corps proponents, and I can't believe you would put off reading the Carol Corps. Well, Carol Corps and Nova Corps don't equate to me. I don't know that they're the same thing. Why would they be? Why wouldn't they be? Because Captain Marvel doesn't have the Nova Force. That doesn't mean she's not an alien. She's not an alien. Right, but she fashions herself after an alien. I don't I don't know if that's true. Like she doesn't fashion herself. But you know it, I mean the the alien was the inspiration for what she does. Right. And that's she, what fashioned after means. No. I mean It does. The dictionary proves I'm right. <laughs> the the dictionary will define fashioned after? Yes. I don't think together, no. <laughs> That's because you're wrong. Okay. You're reading that old you're reading that fucking dictionary that puts dough as a word. Dough is a word. Not according to my dictionary. A doe is a deer, a female deer. Yeah, I'm talking about the different dough. He's thinking about dough. Dough, dough is the word, too. It's what you make donuts out of. Or pizza. Right. Or a euphemism for money. That happens, too. Like, what What do you have against dough? Dough is multifaceted. Much much like Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's kind of not. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> how dare you. So, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a good book, and it's... um. Like, Derek Gates says, Captain Marvel series will limp along until the movie comes out. A week of the movie's marketing budget is enough to pay to keep that book going for years. Oh, that's sad. I mean, he could be right. He Ho probably is. Hopefully, and I know that uh, Kelly Sudukonik has like a few creator-owned joints that she's been trying to. Dude, like, she is an amazingly talented woman. Okay. Well, look, I'm glad you feel that. I didn't know you were a fan like that. What yeah. did you read of hers? I read, uh, there's this one webcomic she does, and I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's that, like, superhero girl who, uh, it's, I, I talked about it on the show back when we were doing webcomic Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. And, 
I haven't read it lately, and I do. I mean, we haven't done webcomic Wednesdays in years. Well, since we, we were like daytime. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, a lot of the details are sketchy, but I read that. Um, she also did. And forgive me if I'm wrong. But I think she did some like Boom Comics. Boom, is that the right company? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Dep- it depends. Yeah. I'm gonna go off air for a second. <laughs> AFK. And hey. then she did um on Image. She did Pretty Deadly and uh-huh. Bitch Planet. Both of which are awesome. I uh, I loved Pretty Deadly, but I didn't like reading it. Why not? I loved the aesthetic. Oh, got you. Uh, reading it was a little hard because I'm a dumbass. I mean, it is a little abstract in some in some ways. Which I love abstract westerns. Well, that's what in, it is. But, but in film form. Oh. Well, it's definitely not a film. Yeah. But <laughs> if it was a film, I'd be like... This is the greatest masterpiece. (laughs) Now, there's a movie that's like that kind of abstract and surreal called El Topo. And it was like unreleased for like decades. And really? Yeah. It's a terrible film. Really? But it's brilliant because it it is like surreal and abstract. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. like you feel stupid for saying it's a terrible film. That's funny. You're supposed to praise it because it's abstract. Well, but hey. I don't do that. No, I mean, if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, then you shouldn't. Yeah. The so end. the end, right? Um, it's funny because we did that Stan Lee story mm-hmm. in regards to Spider-Man. But you know what we should have mentioned then that we didn't was that uh, Marvel announced today that Miles Morales is going to have his own series coming out of Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's going to be started, like the initial arc will be done by Bendis and Pacelli. So Again? With the Bendis? What, 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 what's wrong with Bendis and Pacelli? Like, what do you want? I, I don't want it to be that good. Why? <laughs> Why not? The guy that's been doing Miles Morales all this time, along with the artist that like is the best one that's been doing Miles Morales. Like, what? What do you? Who's gonna be doing the covers? <laughs> I don't know. Cause that Scorpion looked terrible in that cover. Which Scorpion? I mean, I'm just saying. The Scorpion. Oh, got you. You remember? Yeah, I do remember. His face like this. Yeah. Look, I can't do we just that. have some regular stories before Bendis goes in and starts doing his? Like genius thing, nah. What? Like what? Why do we not start with the genius? Like, uh, what do we? What? 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 What kind of stories do you want? I just want regular stories, like average or average to above average <laughs> stories. So you want to start with lesser stories and then get to good ones, right? That sounds like a bad idea, Joe. Not from a custom, like not from a so fan standpoint. When does that book come out? No, no, definitely, definitely from a fan standpoint. That sounds like a bad idea. Uh, let's see. It looks like that book will be coming out. I mean, after Secret Wars. But when is that? You ask. 
Uh, let's see. You know, it doesn't have a definitive date, according to any of the stories that I've seen. Let me go take a quick look at our our own um, press release, but I don't remember it saying a definitive date either. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, it looks like. Coming fall 2015, so after Secret Wars, <laughs> basically is what is what it says. No definitive date, or maybe they'll give us a definitive date when we get closer. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Joe? You, you're about to sneeze. No, but then you yawned. Well, that did like happen. you got bored with sneezing. <laughs> uh we should go into reviews, right? Yeah, we should. Even though I I should also say Marvel also announced today that they're going to do a Doctor Strange series as well. Yeah, I knew that already. With uh, Black Mortal? <laughs> with Black or Black Mordo. <laughs> like that sounds like an awesome character. Who's drawing that? Black Mordo. Uh it's going to be uh Jason Aaron and Chris Pachalo. So who? You know Chris Pachalo, Moses's enemy. You hate Chris Pachalo. I thought his you, enemy was Joe, Joe Medea. No, you hate both of them, don't, don't you? Know. No, I love Pachalo. Oh, I thought you didn't or like. I like to call him Seablow. <laughs> the only time I heard him spoke bad about Pachalo was when he was doing Wolverine and the X Men because you didn't want to read it. Who me? Yeah. Why didn't I want to read it? Because it was Wolverine and the X-Men? Yeah, but then I saw that brood kid and he looked cute. <laughs> right. But at the beginning, you were mad at Bachalo. So no, Well, I was mad that he quit Steampunk to do Ultimate War. So, yeah. Bachalo and Aaron on Doctor Strange. Sea Blue. Sea Blue. <laughs> That's his name on Instagram. Uh, Doctor Strange has a big axe, which is runs uh, or is concurrent with his uh, all new, all different Marvel Universe promo, where he has a big axe there too. Why does he have a? It's a no, big axe. Big axe. He's like axe about me. So I guess I won't be reading Doctor Strange. But because he has an axe. Yeah. You don't even know what that's for. You're right. And I'm not going to find out because I'm not going to be reading it. What's wrong with this guy? He's like, oh, he has an axe? I'll p I pass. Like, that's not a good reason to pass, Joe. Really? Yeah. It seems legit. No, why? We don't know what the axe is well, for. you don't know Joe like I do. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> is that what happened? I mean, yeah. there are some people that have an axe and some that don't and when you put axes in the hands of non-axe people 
then I just lose interest. It's like, how do you? Okay, look, look. When they gave Hellboy an axe, I was all on board for that. <laughs> like that made much more sense than a sword. But it was like, yeah. And so I kept up with that, kind of. I still need to read the next volume. How how do you know that the axe isn't just like some kind of ma- magical conduit? Like, how do you know he doesn't like channel his magical spells through the axe Cause that's to make them more powerful? Why is that If dumb? he does, I'll never find out. Look, if you want me, if Doctor Strange has a weapon, it shouldn't be an axe. At least in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, where's the mystical bolas? <laughs> I mean, even if he had a cha- a chakras, a like, a what? A chakras. What is that? Like the metal round bladed circular thing. What is Joe talking about? Do you know what Joe's talking about? No, nah, I do now. <laughs> metal blade round circular. Like, is it the thing from Kill Bill? You know, a uh, Soul Calibur. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the girl. The, oh, the, the, the ring circle. Blade? Yeah. The ring. Why did you say a ring blade? Because it's, ca- it's the called proper chakras. name is a chakras. Come on. What man. if he has a bat list? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Doctor Strange and his morning star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jay. What's that chick's name? Ivy. No. no, no Ivy, Ivy is the one with the separated with blade. Oh. The chain sword. It's not called a chain sword. It's a whip sword. It's called a chakras too. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I didn't know it was called a chakras. How am I supposed to know that? What 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 culture makes calls it that? If you played, um, if you played, what's that game? That underrated or no, not underrated. The appropriately rated game. Dead or Alive. I swear to God. That, <laughs> Dead or Alive is not appropriately rated. It's underrated. Like, <laughs> it's the fighting game of, like, at least four or five generations now. And people don't refuse to, refuse to see that. It's underrated. <laughs> I'm talking about Amalur. <laughs> the Knights of Amalur? Yes. Yeah. That's not a fighting game. Right. It's a regular game. But there are chakras in it. No, oh, I didn't know that. That's because you didn't play it. Why didn't you, and you try to tell me that's underrated. It's not. Knights <laughs> of Amalur is a little underrated. Well, he wouldn't know because he didn't play it. It isn't. It's appropriately rated. And if you had played it, you would know that. I played it some. Some. Yeah. Well, you did the tutorial. Like, I got past people the underrate this tutorial. I got to the Griffin. This is Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the Griffin. <laughs> you know. Did you get your armor from Mass Effect? Uh, I did, actually. I think that's why I played it. <laughs> that's why we all played it. Yeah, to get Mass Effect armor. And we realized oh. it was good. Dungeon Buster says, Kingdoms of Amalur. I use chakras in that, too. He also says there's the Xena weapons, which they are. Okay. Xena? The the warrior princess? Hex says I only know chakras from Naruto. <laughs> no, that's a different chakra. Right. <laughs> anyway. Moses, let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Renew your vows, number one. Okay, so Amazing Spider-Man's Renew Your Vows is a Secret Wars tie-in. Woo! And Secret Wars! It is written by Snow Dan Slott. 
and is drawn <laughs> You're by. Right about that. Uh oh, uh oh. Andy Hubert. I think Andy or Joe. This is having a stroke. You can ask for help. You can hand it to me. I'll open it for you. asking for help. I have to say, you're not that far. I'm saying wait. Bitch. Most like, ah. Art by Adam Kubert and Joe. Uh, Ponzer with variant covers by Umberto Ramos and Edgar Delgado and Scotty Young. Word. Oh, man. That Scotty Young is probably awesome. Uh. <laughs> uh, basically, this story tells the story <laughs> of a Peter Parker from a parallel universe where he and Mary Jane got married and were having a kid, which falls in line with their 90s theme that mm-hmm. they're going because this it seems like directly probably a year after the clone saga yeah because that's when she was pregnant and whatnot um and yeah it has very 90s feet a very 90s feel which mm-hmm. i like but i didn't like that this wasn't the 616 spider-man book about what he's up to in secret wars mm. i want to see that and I don't want to see it in another title. I want to see it in a Spider-Man title. I want to see his perspective. I don't want to see him grimacing under his mask Secret, with no word bubbles. Secret Wars? Like 616 Spider-Man is doing stuff in Secret Wars. It's not his perspective. I mean, it is from, from his perspective sometimes. I want it all, all from the time. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts of Secret Wars, sir. I, I, I want a Spider-Man title. Got you. From 616 perspective. Yeah, I, I really like what happened in big time. I loved the way that that Spider-Man story went and taking a step back and telling this old vintage <laughs> style story. The story itself was good. Um, basically, Venom comes and tries to kill his family. Yeah. And Spider-Man kills Venom. Yeah. And it's like that was like, whoa, because whoa. Spider-Man needs to kill. <laughs> he, he needs to? He does. Like, if Spider-Man would have been... If that that killing of Zod in Man of Steel mm-hmm. was the ending of a Spider-Man movie... That'd be a whole different thing. It'd be a whole different thing. Because right. half of the people that Spider-Man doesn't kill should need to be dead. <laughs> because they're not going to stop. Um, And he's no Superman. Right. As Aunt May says in Spider-Man 1, the movie. Yeah. Real quick, Hector asked a question. He said, didn't Mary Jane and Peter Parker have a kid? Yes, too. He's like, didn't didn't the kid get stolen or something around Civil War? Where the fuck is that kid? They didn't have a kid in, in the 616 universe, right? No, I mean... The, it was the Earth 2. In they the had May Day. MC2. Yeah. One of the possible futures. Right. And she, I mean... She's supposed to be around too, I think. She's in probably in the Spider Verse tie-in. Yeah, which I haven't read. But um, yeah, basically, Venom says that he finds his weakness, which is. Uh, let me backtrack a little. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's okay. Uh, basically, in this world, it's this story takes place right before that universe gets destroyed. In launched into the battle world stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and he basically he's picking up the slack for Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, all mm-hmm. the street level heroes. And he's he's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, right. I gotta talk to these guys. I got a wife and kid now, and then my workload's way too too much. Right. And then they find out that they've been killed. And he goes to the Avengers, and they're trying to recruit him, and he doesn't want to give his secret identity, all that. What ends up happening is uh, a villain, Regent. Is it Regent? Argent? Reagan? I don't remember. It's definitely Reagan. Ronald Reagan. It's Regent. Ron Reagan. Augustus Roman Captain. From this day on, call me Regent. Okay. Uh, he basically comes into power and kills the Avengers. That's all side shit <laughs> because the real <laughs> shit happens with Venom. And, yeah, we'll see where this goes. But at the very end of the book, basically, it's flash forward. And the kid, Annie, it's not May Day, is grown a little more like Seven. And he's just he gave up being a Spider-Man to be a father. Right. Which is kind of like the Earth X Spider Man. Mm hmm. Which I like. No, <laughs> when you say he killed Venom, like, how did he do that? He basically. They were fighting, and Venom kept getting the upper hand because Spider Man was worried about his wife and kids, so he was distracted. So Venom tried to. He said, basically said, you know, I'm going to come back even if you beat me now, and we're not going to stop. We're going to come back till they're dead. I'm going to slurp your child's brains. Uh, you know, as Venom tends to do. So there's a, a fire in one of the buildings, and so Spider-Man lures them in and then makes the building collapse on Venom while it's on fire. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then you see Venom die. Uh, the preview for issue two has Venom on the cover, so uh, <laughs> maybe something else happened. Maybe it's another Venom from after the Secret War. Like, well, if the, the symbiote escaped, which well, if it was burning, it shouldn't have been able to. Right. But if he already had his kids. Yeah, but if he has to fight a Venom of the Month, and it's from different realities. The Venom of the Month. That'd be kind of cool, too. <laughs> Although Joe would hate it. No, I like Venoms. Yeah, it's Crimes of the crimes of the Week he doesn't like. No. Venoms of the Month, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, was, it was weird to read one of these stories that are d- done in 90s styles. Especially from Dan Slott. From Dan Slott, too, because, you know, he's really good at fixing those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, Spider-Man has, you know... What, 75 years or something? 65? 50 years? Uh, 60? Since 63, right? Okay, hold so. on. So, 73, 83, 93. 03. 03. 13. And 13. And we're at, what, 15? So, that's 87 years. <laughs> what? Oh, I, That's I, 52. I forgot, I, 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 I forgot to carry the one. It's the new 52 years. <laughs> so, decades of Spider-Man, you know, they fuck shit up, and then Slot fixes everything. Yeah. So, telling this story, I mean... This goes to show there's nothing wrong with Venom. <laughs> 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 nothing wrong with 90s Venom. Right. Well, Venom, you know, he's gone through some changes, but... Oh, a lot of changes. 
But the nineties nice. Venom was the best. Yeah. The hateful. I mean, I feel like nineties Venom is probably the best, but I, I Because do. you have like the crazy the killer, but then also he thinks he's a good guy. The lethal like protector, lethal protector right. was nineties. Yeah, did, we didn't get that here though. We did lethal protector. Oh yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure one of these boxes still has Venom lethal protector in them. No, I'm talking about in this story. Oh no, not in that story. No, I'm, I'm like, sorry. You, is my reading comprehension really? On no, that no, no. Like, I'm sorry. Because I'm worried that it is. I so. thought you meant like in America or something. <laughs> like we didn't no. get that here. Yeah, no, we, we we didn't get that in the story. No, no, this was just straight up, like McFarlane. Yeah. Venom. Right. The eat your brains and yeah. Right. So, parade your heart. Put right. it on your liver salad. They turn them into violators. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna saute the marrow of your baby's bones. It's like, are you a chef, <laughs> sir? <laughs> a chef? It's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> that is utter shit. Gordon Gordon Ramsay is is like an old Eddie Brock. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was that story. It, the the cover is amazing. Yeah, because it's a white cover. Well, even the the non-white cover is a nice cover too. Nah, like With Spidey cover. and Mary Jane and their baby. I assume the Scotty yeah. Young cover is amazing because <laughs> most of his are. Yeah, I actually, I just saw him draw Calvin and Hobbes. That must be fantastic! Wow, I I was just looking at it while I was supposed huh, to. Oh, that's the awesome! Show. But um. <laughs> it's so funny because like this is how you know Scotty Young's an artist in a real way because his art style is perfect for Calvin and Hobbes but when he decided to draw Calvin and Hobbes he didn't draw them like in the way that his art style would do it that would make it seem like more Calvin and Hobbes-ish yeah. he decided to go a whole different direction Yeah. so it's like okay well this is me drawing Calvin and Hobbes so it's totally different than <laughs> The Calvin and Hobbes that you know and love, like people probably have been asking that fool to draw Calvin and Hobbes, and he's like, oh, "Okay, I'll do it eventually." Them thinking that they're gonna get, yeah, ex babies, yeah, yeah, like ex babies, Calvin and Hobbes, and it's like, no, take this. So yeah, in this story, it is a Secret Wars tie-in. Um, I don't know what the else there is to say. The art's pretty good. It it kind of isn't in some points, but it's on purpose mm-hmm. because it's kind of going through that 90s phase. Yeah. But then once it gets going, like, it looks good. Like, once Venom comes into the picture. Yeah. Because it's a modern-looking Venom. It's not 90s-looking Venom. I mean, both are good. It's interesting, though. You know what? Because I don't like... You know what I don't like about modern Venom? Uh, The big spider? No, I have no problem with the big... The eyes, huh? The eyes, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the small eyes inside of the the white. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of Venom having those big eyes that are just like... And, like, those big white eyes that don't kind of show barely any emotion. And they're just in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just... He always has that maniacal kind of thing. But modern Venom, they made, like the big white spots and then he has like little eyes inside of them yeah. and i'm like why would i don't understand why you would do that and they did that with gargan right when gargan became yeah and uh-huh it stuck 
Yeah. I don't like it. It's well, been, not with Agent Venom. Yeah. But yeah. That, Agent Venom has big like but he has like Spider Man like eyes. Right. Yeah. And they're still I mean, they're white, which Spider Man those Spider Man eyes are white too. Yeah. But it's interesting because I mean sometimes depending on who draws it, Spider Man has eyes like that too. Is that it? Yeah. Maybe. But the variant. I don't know what the variant looks like. I don't know. Wow, Scotty Young is amazing. I'm sure he appreciates that. No, I mean, I knew it before, but, <laughs> like, there's a Spider-Man cover, the Spider-Man picture that isn't, like, the baby Scotty Young, but it's, like, in the style of that Calvin and Hobbes picture. Yeah. And, man. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look friendly or neighborhood. Like, look at that <laughs> superior one. It's like he doesn't look friendly or neighborhood. The other way. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. I gotta see this one. All right. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Scotty Young is just amazing again. He uh his uh Secret Wars tie-in came out. Venom? No, Scotty Young the uh the A Babies versus X Babies joint. Uh-oh. I haven't <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but I have it too. So uh, I don't know what more there is to say. I mean, I want to, you know, I, it left me wanting a 616 Peter Parker perspective uh, book. That's not what I got here, but it's <laughs> what I want. This is good. I, I guess I'll keep reading it um, because I do want to see this Peter Parker decide to take up on the mantle again okay no i liked it too <laughs> the end no <laughs> i did like everything about it i mean i felt like it like i think i feel like dance lot has such a uh like uniquely talented understanding of spider-man yeah. that he can do spider-man from whatever era he wants right and he can decide like he, he can, can fix, it. Of it, fix right. it exactly he can fix it make fun of it he can, uh, you know, totally, like, revamp if he wants to do that. Like, he can do whatever he wants as it relates to Spider-Man just because he never gets it wrong. And yeah. that's awesome. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what the next issue is like because I don't know where it's going to really go. And I'm not sure. I don't know how many issues this is going to be. Like, I don't know if it's a a three-issue or four-issue thing. Well, that's cool. Um, so, real quick, I guess I should talk about Transformers, uh, the Combiner Wars. Yeah. <laughs> why, are you, why are you laughing, Joe? Sorry, the Cyclops is amazing. That is an awesome Cyclops. Like the Scotty Young Cyclops. I agree with you. I like it a lot. Um. So, um, the Transformers Combiner Wars is a five-part series that has an epilogue. The story has been is by um, Marguerite Scott and John Barber, and the the. 
story, like the actual like writing chores go back and forth between Barber and Scott uh, because the story takes place uh, inside of Transformers Windblade and the regular Transformers series. So it kind of like each part goes back and forth, back and forth. And so it's been uh, it's been really good. Like the story itself. Oh, and I should mention that the initial uh, the art is done initially by um, damn it. Uh, I don't remember how you say Livio's last name. Liv, can you, can you grab that book right there? Not that one over. Uh, no, one over to your uh, left. Bam! Aren't those uh, are those Combiner War books? No, Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, damn it! Where are the Combiner War books? Under Star Wars. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm like, is it Ramadelli? I don't want to say his name wrong. Hold on. Right. Yeah, Ramadelli. That's how you said. Yeah. Okay, so. Livio Ramadelli does a a, a, a hefty portion of I don't the. Know. But it's like super awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> he Sorry. should do a combined no wars one. <laughs> like Livio Ramadelli does a hefty portion of the art. Uh, Sarah Stone does some as well, as well as um. Uh, Marcelo Ferreira. And Corn Howl. And this is basically just taking the, like, going from where the, the, the Transformers books have left off with Starscream kind of being the chosen one and the, the, the leader of Cybertron and him basically starting to make decisions uh, about how things can go. And Starscream, in true Starscream fashion, is, like, scheming. And as part of his scheme, he has, uh, he's trying to get, or what he's trying to get is the, uh, a thing called the Enigma of Combination. But he doesn't lie to Wheeljack, right? Wait, what? He doesn't lie to Wheeljack, right? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Why, why, why are we worried about Wheeljack specifically? Well, because that. According to Starscream, he's the one person he doesn't lie to. <laughs> it's like, but he doesn't lie to Real Jack, does he? And so, no, I don't think he lies to Real Jack. Right. So, quit trying to paint him in this like super terrible light. It's like he's a good guy, and he only has Cybertron's best in mind. I don't, I don't think that's true, but okay. I mean, if he was a bad guy, he would lie to Real Jack too, right? So, because he lies to everyone except for Real Jack, he's a good guy? Right. Okay, got it. He has redeeming qualities that you're failing to list uh, no. because of your hatred. No, I'm not, I'm not. And your prejudice. I'm not saying that he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. I'm just saying that he schemes a lot. And he. Oh, well, quit looks, talking shit about him. And he looks out for his own. Well, just review the comic. His own quit best talking interest. shit about Starscream. <laughs> he, he, he looks out for his own best interest, is what I'm saying, but. But I, I, his but, best interests are Cybertron's best interests. That's what he would have us all believe, and hopefully, yeah, it's true. Well, I don't know. We'll see. That's because you don't know Starscream. May, maybe I don't. But the 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 story is 
Starscream trying to uh, kind of amass power, and the way that he sees the best way he sees to do that <laughs> is through uh, a relic called the Enigma of Combination. And what that does, it's almost like a matrix type thing that makes it so that you can turn Cybertronians into combiners. And he uses it to like make the Stunticons combiners. Stunticons? Yeah, the Stunticons. The Stunticons. The cars. Yeah, they're the, the Master Dead End. Yeah, like if you remember, or well, you wouldn't remember, but there's an episode of Transformers where. It, it, you know, Wait, you don't remember? You didn't see that? Oh, Moses! I did, Moses is a lot younger. It's than classic us. because it's the first time, and you know, Bayformers fucked this up. So, <laughs> but it's the first time Transform uh, Decepticons had cars. Yeah, and so basically, people knew that Autobots were cars, and Decepticons were non-cars, and so. They made these the Stunicons with Motormaster is ahead, Dead End, and like three other cars. Right. And uh, they started causing trouble, and people assumed it was the Autobots because they had never seen Decepticon cars before. Right. And because Motormaster's a truck, not quite the same like Optimus Prime, but similar enough, yeah. they were just like, oh, All that's... trucks look the same. Right. <laughs> exactly. All you trucks look the same. <laughs> exactly. But... But it takes all like the classic combiners, and by the through the course of the series, you basically get, well, not all of them, but you get a lot of them. You get uh, the aerial bots. You, I mean, Devastator has already been established at this point in the book, but which is crazy because it's one of the the virtues of this comic. This, I mean, whether you're talking about Windblade or whether you're talking about Transformers or you're talking about more than meets the eye. Um, is that what IDW and the different authors and artists have done is they have interesting takes on classic Transformers where they still seem like the same person, but they do things that you wouldn't quite, like you wouldn't imagine. Like the same way how, like, you know, Megatron still seems like Megatron even though he basically defected to the Autobots. And Prowl still seems like Prowl, even though Prowl is now a part of, like, he's basically the head of Devastator. And it's just like, doesn't make, you know, it's crazy, but that's what's happened. And so Devastator's been established from before Combiner Wars begins, but through the course of Combiner Wars, you get the aerial bots that form Superion, you get the Stunticons that form Menasaur, you get uh, the Protector bots that form Defensor, you know, and a, a number of other... Is this the Combaticons? No, no, no. There are actually no Combaticons in the story. But you do get a few other combiners that, you know, you would not necessarily expect. And it's cool. Like, I mean, it, the story is really good because it, it, it really showcases a lot of the different uh, personalities of these different Transformers. And even if you haven't been reading up until this point, it does a good job of letting you know like what's happening like as far as status quo wise right then and there. But then still still gives you like They've kind of been working up to this for like a minute, right? Yeah, I think they have. Like if it, it definitely feels like um you know it's interesting because 
I mean, I remember reading IDW's initial offerings for Transformers, and they were they were not bad by any means, but they were like telling Transformers stories almost in a vacuum. And at some point, they decided like, okay, well, we're gonna have like this shared Transformers universe. We're gonna have these ongoing series. They're all gonna be like they don't the stories don't aren't necessarily directly connected, but they happen in the same space. So it's not like you feel like these things are just like one book's over here and one's over there and one's over there. They all feel like they are in that connected universe. And, and I know mm-hmm. on the show we reviewed an issue that was centered on, a, I think, First Aid. Yeah. Where that was all about changing and like combiners mm-hmm. and like people, Autobots or Transformers getting their transformation cogs jacked. Right. And, uh, you know, from what I remember about that episode, like it's our issue. It seems like it was like a prelude to what's going on now. Yeah, no, it definitely the book. The book has definitely been setting its own groundwork, um, and it does feel like you know these people are definitely planning out and plotting out all of their storylines in advance. Because yeah, it doesn't feel like anything is just like out here, just random. And if if that is what they're like, if they were doing it randomly, then you know, kudos again to them because Lord knows they know how to tie up some loose ends. Yeah, I don't think you could do it randomly. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a it's Just, a because I'm I'm not as constant as you are, but mm-hmm. I do try to keep up. Yeah, and it's way too connected for it to be random. I agree with you. Um, I will say that you know, depending on your taste, the art definitely varies from some parts to others like you know that's because they have two different artists right they have like three or four (laughs) and so it's like it and i will say that it's unfortunate because one one of the things like the art styles could have maybe complemented a little better but you know if it it all depends on what you like i i kind of felt like the tone was better suited for some of the artists that were working on the book uh, like Livio versus others that come a little bit later in the series, but it's still a good read, and I think it's one of those things where, whether you're a big Transformers fan or not, you might just get into the story because it's a cool story and it has like people, or well, and it has robots with different motivations that you know they're they're trying to get to the same place, but they have different ways of trying to do it. I know one of the things that we've talked about. You know, in regards to Transformers, like on our off time, is mm-hmm. how these stories are just really good science fiction. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's really good science fiction. Like even if you're not a Transformers fan, right. you can come and read some really great science fiction in yeah. these stories. Yeah, and and I think that holds true for Combiner Wars, and it's it's interesting too because it it would have been really easy for them to take this book and because right now they have a like three series they have a, the transformers series they have transformers windblade and then they have transformers uh uh R-I-D. more than meets the eye oh did they get rid of rd they just call it transformers now okay yeah so they just dropped it and so it would have been really easy for them to take combiner wars and you know try to like do it over all three of those books but instead, they just kept it in Windblade and in Transformers. 
and then let more than meets the eye do its own thing because that crew is off in space. And there's a whole other set of stories that are great science fiction as well that have nothing to do with Combiner Wars that you could just be reading over there if that's what you want to be doing, as opposed to like being caught up in the whole Combiner Wars uh, crossover. And I thought that was I thought that was smart because as a fan of of all those characters, it was cool to still get my like a, a different kind of perspective and a different tone over in More Than Meets the Eye than than I was getting in Robots in Disguise and in Windblade. So yeah, that's cool. It's good stuff. Um, the the end or part five, which there is an epilogue, um, which I mean they don't call it part six; they just say epilogue. So, but part five had a great ending that I was not expecting, and I was like, as a fan, I was like, oh wow. And, but even if you're not a fan, the way they set it up, you kind of are like, okay, well, who is this? And you'll be interested. But if you're a fan, you're like, oh, "Wow, like I know who that is," really? and and they've taken that in the they're they're taking that character in a different direction than we've known from before. So that's cool. Oh, I'm super curious now. No, I know, <laughs> I know. So I would still like to see Bruticus. Uh... I that I believe too, and I wouldn't be surprised if he, he comes at some point. But he because the character, I mean. uh Swindle is a is a key part. Oh, actually, you know what? Now I think about it, the rest of the Combaticons, like they may they may not be around right now, if I'm not mistaken. But Swindle's a big part of the book. So if if you're a fan of Combaticons, at least you get a little little hint <laughs> from Swindle. But no Brutus this time around. But yeah, I liked it. You should check it out. Transformers Combiner Wars. It takes place within the book, the Transformers book and Transformers Windblade. And they're out there. Now, as a caveat-ish type thing, how is, how is Windblade? I haven't had a chance to read that yet. Wind, Windblade is good. Like, it's interesting because, you know, like, they made a, 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 a bit of a deal out of it with it being, like, the first... Um, I mean, it's the first... Well, I guess, actually, I don't know if it's the first female Transformer to have her own book, you know, quote-unquote female, but it is the first female, like, it's the first woman to write a Transformers book. Oh, okay. Wait, did R.C. have a book? She may have had, like, a miniseries or something. Oh, okay. Maybe. But Windblade is, I, I mean, Windblade is an ongoing title. I'm sure right. it's probably the first ongoing uh, book for, you know, uh, a female Transformer. Um, but it's, it's definitely... The first one written by a woman, and no, it's good. It's good, and it's really interesting because, like, I think Windblade is like a great character where um, she's strong, but she's also very reflective. And oh yeah, she's a great character. Yeah, like I remember her from that one issue with the Wheeljack and uh, the when they're doing uh, like looking over Metroplex, right? Well, they're they're basically it's them trying to figure out. It's like a Wheeljack story, but it's her and Wheeljack trying to figure out what exactly Starscream's angle is. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, she's great, and and it's interesting because 
you know, she's one of those characters that began as a fan-sourced character. And so, you know, for for her to come from the, the fans and uh, end up being, like, a really put-together and fleshed-out character, it's great. She's cool. So, yeah, it's a good title. I would definitely say, again, if you, if you like, well, whether you like Transformers or not, like, it might be a title that you would dig just because the character's good. Um, cool, yeah. Sweet, sweet. Anybody got anything else they want to say before we get out of here? Goodbye. <laughs> um, or anything they want to talk about before we get out of here? Is what I should say. Uh, well, you know they have a in in anticipation of this week. This uh new comic book day they've been like doing previews of all the new uh dc titles that are coming out uh-huh and they're looking good yeah i got to read a, a couple of them and just the previews you know it's not the full issue right. but i was actually really surprised to find we are robin looking like like a decent book we are robin yeah you know what that's one of the books i was thinking about checking out as well just because i like the concept sounds interesting you know yeah. but um yeah i don't know like i, I hope it turns out well well i know see. the preview i read was like very cool yeah where it's like a bunch of kids that kind of don the robin yeah moniker moniker yeah and are going out and like it's like a social network. They help each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, they try to support each other. They don't necessarily have, like, the Batman training, mm-hmm. but they do have skills right. that they can use. They all seem like individual characters. Like, yeah, like, they all seem like individuals. They're written, like, pretty well mm-hmm. for what I read. I'm definitely interested in learning more about them. Cool. Yeah. Any other titles you're interested in, in checking out? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, the Starfire book looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they haven't shown what the conflict is, but it's basically her being an alien trying to fit in on Earth, like, in a life she's trying to get away from the superhero thing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of do her own thing, which is kind of interesting. Um, I checked out the Teen Titans, mm-hmm. which is basically you have two groups: one led by Robin, and one led by Manchester Black. Manchester Black, yeah. The the Manchester Black that was tried to kill Superman, right? Oh, jeez. And so, you know, they're basically fighting going up against each other how's manchester black heading up a teen titans group you know there was some conflict and (laughs) manchester black's like 60 (laughs) but it's interesting that's not renumbering so you know like the other books are coming out they're number ones uh teen titans is going to keep its numbering oh and it'll be teen titans number nine coming out this week it feels like a coach 
And it's like I coach the teens. <laughs> right. Fool's their guidance counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what else did I check out? Um I checked out Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Which it looks like it's gonna be the same team from before doing it. Mm-hmm. Which uh it's not a great thing. It's not, <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing either. Yeah. So, no, we'll have to see what's what's going on with that. And uh, what did I check out? Starfire, We Are Robin, Teen Titans, and Batgirl. Yeah. Like, so far, those were the only ones I checked out. Yeah. But, you know, you can check those out. They're free. Free previews. I got mine off of Amazon. But I'm sure Comixology has them. Word. Cool. Good advice, Jay. Now you gotta come with a final thought. Oh. Excelsior, my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Moses Magnum. That's gonna be the title of this arc. <laughs> <laughs> Please put like the asterisks or whatnot. Please don't just put that out there. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, Stanley's gonna be like, I never said that! <laughs> Look, you have to check with his people. Did I say that out loud? Oh, I thought out of my head, I thought. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Um. Uh, I don't think I have anything other than archives are taking a little while to show up on allgames.com for some reason. So they're up there, but for some reason they don't show. I gotta talk to Derek about it. Word. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys for hanging out. We appreciate you. It's Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.